1: All right, my talkers, we have made it to the most productive day of the week. Tuesday, we're hanging out with Lori and Julia. And boy, what a night at the Emmys last
2: night, you guys. Wasn't that fun? Hey, you know what? It really, really was. It was super fun. It was fun. And I don't know if I was enjoying it because it was keeping me from feeling tired because at seven o'clock, Casey was fighting it. Yeah. We're having trouble the readjusting, oh, yeah. landing, re- re-entering, re-entering. Re-entering. Re-entering into central time zone. That's right. Yeah. And And uh, so he was... I said, come in here and watch the Emmys. That'll keep you awake. There's a lot going on. but And we are going to start with Emmy talk right away. But I was very happy to see, I think it was... The Today Show gave coverage to the fact that the uh, nurses in Minnesota are on strike oh, in the Twin Cities. It's all over. It is. It was and, I Good
3: Morning America yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
2: so, I mean, it go nurses, go. Yes. But it is a shameful disparity between the exorbitant salaries of upper management mm-hmm. and what nurses do and what they have done done for the last two years,
3: yes, almost three,
2: almost right. three. I mean, it is ironic that a hospital and they're willing to pay nurses coming in from other states Double. Yeah. Right. And then they won't settle this contract. We need our nurses. Mm -hmm. We are on their side. We are supporting you on your picket lines. Yeah. It is ridiculous that healthcare people, uh, the CEO makes $55 million. It makes me sick. Yeah. I know. It makes you sick. Lily's been
1: down there the last, yesterday, she's down there right now and she's with the. Great group of people, and they're yeah. getting people to honk and yeah, I drove through on three ninety four this afternoon and they were all up on the bridge on three ninety four no so. one is
2: not for the nurses yes. and right. anyone who's had anyone that's been in the hospital or anything yes. i mean they any, are the lifeblood. they are the lifeblood of the hospital we treat stand right.
1: with them for sure
2: yes, yep. we do, and we also um uh want to just remind people we do have our you know, we've got our hearts palpitating a bit about our project down in Dirty Film Festival with the tickets go on sale on
3: Thursday morning. At 8 a.m. 8 a.m. It's a limited amount for the VIP. There's so. only a hundred. Okay. Well, there you go. There's only a hundred tickets for VIPs and it's for our performance, our movie um, well, festival. reunion show. Yep. Yeah. And then they'll
2: go to the, uh, they'll have drinks. There's more stuff included if you go to the My Talk page yeah. at the top of the ticket. It's- and then there's general admission. Yeah. For like a, the second showing of Or maybe all of our the movies. first. We're going to see. Yeah, we're going to see. Details
3: are there, but it's for Friday, October 30th. It's very
2: exciting.
3: I know. I know. And also, sometime later on the show today, we've got two tickets for a preseason Minnesota wild game that we're going to be giving away as well. Oh, so people us. love those tickets. Oh, yeah. I would love a pair.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would
3: love to get a pair. But yeah, so lots. Love, lots of going on. on but mm-hmm. I
2: thought the Emmys were surprisingly good last night. I was impressed with Keenan Thompson. He kept things moving. I wasn't... I thought the announcer, Sam J was kind of funny and cute. little loud. little sometimes. But, uh, you know, the intro montage with all of the iconic dances and stuff, I, people were complaining about it on Twitter. But I thought it was... Darling, Friends, Brady Bunch. What else did they do? Everybody I don't even Ke- know. Game of, Game of Thrones. That was. I mean, Keenan
3: was very good. I thought he was good, and we have some of the audio. I, I the beginning part didn't. The television show with the choreography.
2: Oh, I liked it.
3: Yeah, you liked it. I that wasn't my favorite part. Yeah, but it was wonderful seeing. People out and acting normal again. Seeing people gathered together in a room. I mean, because we watched them in their sweats. We watched them in Zooming. And, and yeah. it was just nice to see that format again. And I thought there was... I mean, TV has kept... It has been a lifeblood for a lot of us because movie theaters were shut down. Everything was shut down. They
2: brought out Oprah, the voice of God, to do the very first thing. She, and she proclaimed that TV was, it was the greatest medium ever. But A very slim down Oprah, I thought. Oh, I love
3: her longer hair. and Was that a... Side braid? She looked darling and thin. I thought she looked very slim down. For Oprah. Yeah, I think I thought so.
2: I, I didn't know I don't ever notice the way down on, on, on Oprah. She just seems to be like And that white pantsuit. That beautiful. She looked beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Loved it. Well, should we hear a little because we Keenan did land. Uh people were grumbling um about his couple of digs over at Netflix, but you know, he was got a joke about stuff. I thought he um, really kind of hit it out the... of the park. Yeah, here's so a few here's, of yeah, well, opening just... jokes. Yeah, One just a little bit.
1: Second, Here we go. Okay. Got it. Now, I love Squid Game. And if you don't know what Squid Game is, it's a contest you enter when you're in massive debt and desperate for money. Joining the cast next season, Netflix. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Zendaya is here from Euphoria. Hello, Zendaya. Zendaya just turned 26 last week. Happy birthday. 26 is a weird age in Hollywood I mean, you're young enough to play a high school student, but you're too old to date Leonardo DiCaprio (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Martin short and Steve Martin are seated right in the front here Right up front so if they win it should only take about 15 minutes to walk them up here. I love it
3: (laughs) So great, okay, if I could trade places with anyone it would be Selena Gomez. Yeah,
2: to sit between I mean, those two. I mean,
3: just to be with them on a daily basis and have that darling humor between those mm-hmm. two. What a wonderful, lucky girl she is. I mean, the, it is
2: kind of a snub that she didn't get nominated for it, Only Murders in the Building when her two co-stars yes. did. Because she's a... Yes, it's a trio performance. Exactly, from what I understand. But well, here's a little bit of Martin Short, S- S- Steve Martin, and Selena. I thought they were so good together. <laughs> I'm like, let, let let these three host the Oscars. Yes. Good call. Yeah, all right. Here, thank you so much for what was in my head—a standing ovation.
3: I love them. I love them. <laughs> I
2: love them. Well, really, what an audience you are! I wish I could box you up and take you home like classified White House documents.
3: <laughs> Earlier tonight as I was walking the red carpet I have at home. (laughs) (laughs) I thought, what's the difference between being in movies versus television? And I realized, well, Marty can get work in television.
0: (laughs) You know what I love about working with these guys?
3: (laughs) No paparazzi, ever.
2: (laughs) And I feel like Martin and Short, those two wrote their own joke. I would agree 100%. Yeah, they're like, we'll take care of the minute we have to whatever. I forget what they presented. And
3: and Martin Short would deserve a hosting gig. Oh, he would be fantastic. the best person on a couch. He's always so delightful and charming. I mean... You just let him do it. I mean, Steve Martin has hosted before with
2: with Alec Baldwin. Yes. And then another time with... um, he was, was it Chevy Chase, or no? It would been Chevy, but it, he did it. He's done it solo, yes. but he did do it with somebody. But I love your idea of even just Martin Short solo
3: because he is one of the funniest people mm-hmm. we know. Mm-hmm. He's he's instantaneously funny. He and can Hollywood sing. loves him. He can dance. Mm-hmm. He oh, it's he's the most self deprecating man, and it's not about other people. It's about him. Yeah. And so it makes everyone feel comfortable. And he could, yeah, I agree. That's very Selena that's very Gomez good. is the luckiest girl in TV right now. <laughs> I agree. And my friend, who I was walking with this morning, she just said, "I said, I Lorena tried, you know, only Mers and Billy." And she said, "Try it again. Try it again. Yeah, it I only agree. gets
2: better." Right, right. I agree.
3: Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay. When we come
2: back, I think this was the moment that brought the house down at the Emmys. And um, Cheryl Lee uh, Ralph from Abbott Elementary got the crowd. She won Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series. We know Cheryl Lee Ralph for Dream Girls. I mean, going back to, you know, the... She's She's been around quite a while. Quite a while. And we know her from a lot of different shows. And she's never even been invited to the Emmys. So the fact that she was there last night, she wins. We've got her acceptance because she really did bring down the house. And I think it was like a very... We had a few bring down the house, but I think hers was like the biggest because of how she accepted. Mm-hmm. We'll have that for you when we come back. Hey, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. So, a big moment last night at the Emmys, which I, I Julia and I disagree with some of the critics out there who thought that the show was lame. We thought it was fun and good.
3: I thought it was fun. I didn't like the beginning at all that okay. you liked. I thought, oh, I'm so bored. And some of the, a few of the montages went on to, like the
2: Law and Order chase. That was a dumb bit. I mean, there were some things, because I did not like that they compressed um, speeches to 45 seconds. Cause let's face it, a live show that we're people are winning. That's where the magic is going to happen. Oh, 100%. And they were way too uh, stringent. Uh, they and- didn't play off Gene Smart, but they were way too strident in how they stuck to that. Yet they had all these, they had several pre the skits that could have been yeah. canned because people the way that room was set up it took them a long time to get up to stage and cheryl lee ralph who won for just the the best this show is going to be around for a long time this is abc's new modern family abbott elementary cheryl lee ralph
3: okay because i i just have to pause for a minute because mm-hmm. you have loved abbott elementary since, since it, came it out Last Grant, December. are you in the same thing? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For
2: sure, first time I watched it. Because
3: I'm not, I haven't got into it yet. Mm-hmm. In my Walking with my friend who's a teacher. Yeah. She said it is modern family in a school. Yeah, yes. funny,
1: feel good. Funny, feel good. And you will not walk it, away. It's
3: so good. And it's, yeah. you know. Because um, a lot of us haven't started it yet. Damien Holbrook,
2: our old TV yes. guy friend, you know, he's from Pittsburgh. And like, he was going crazy last night with the winds for it. And um, Cheryl Lee Ralph. Which people are going? It took her. She was so shocked that she won, and she talked to Laverne Cox on the red carpet. And she was just her. She had the bling in her hair, and she explained how she and a co-star had the same dress. So Brandon Maxwell, Lady Gaga's former stylist and now designer. He started sketching and making a dress for her five days before the Emmys. Wow. And he was in Japan. Wow. wow. And
3: she won for Best
2: Supporting Actress in, in a, a Comedy. comedy. And okay. we have not had a black woman win that since Jack A won for 227. Like
3: 222.
2: two twenty, whatever. Oh, show, right. Way back right. in the 80s. And oh, wow. Yeah, Jack A put out wow. a little note, like, this is just incredible. But Cheryl, she, people might have... Not remember this, but she was nominated for a Tony in 1982 um, for Best Actress in a Role as Dina in Dreamgirls. Was- and, oh. and at the same time that she was on Broadway in Dreamgirls, she was also on a soap opera. She was in Search for Tomorrow. Oh, really? And filming, and then doing her Tony at night. So she's been out there for a long time. She's, you know, been in different uh, TV shows. I forgot that she was on. Somebody on Twitter pointed out that. We had some designing women in the house because Jean Smart, finished yes, playing yes. Charlene, and um, Cheryl Lee Ralph played a character, Etienne Toussaint Bouvier. And if you go back and watch, she was a reoccurring character. Cool. And lot, you know, just lots of different... She's been kicking it around... For and years. For years. Okay. So here's Cheryl Lee Ralph bringing down the house with her acceptance speech. I am an artist... And I know where my voice belongs I am here to tell you that this is what believing looks like This is what striving looks like And don't you ever, ever give up on you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, it was just so from the heart. It it was hard not to get kind of choked up uh, watching her. And that song that she sang, and it took her a minute. I mean, she was so shocked that she won. She
3: needed to calm down herself. Yeah, Yeah. she
2: was like crying. And um, that that song she sang is a Diana Reeves song diane reeves song called endangered uh species because i had like forgotten that she's was dina in dream girls on broadway and she could sing so i was like holy hell this voice yeah so where did that come from it yeah. was very very moving and then another really big um uh, moving uh i thought uh and she this her win followed cheryl lee ralph's i'm pretty sure How'd you like to follow that and be the next winner? But Lizzo, watch out for the big girl on Amazon. One, they've never had a reality show win the first time out of the gate. I mean, Amazing Race won it like nine times. RuPaul's won it for the last four or five years. It was a great show. I watched it. It It was great. And she looked like so wonderful Mm -hmm. in her Gina Bantista Valley dress, which is looked very similar to the Valley dress that Rihanna wore at the Met Gala a few years ago. It was just so poofy and high. in the front, but she gave an, she was quite shocked. I think she thought Rue was going to win. And so here's uh, Lizzo's acceptance. The trophy is nice, but my emotion is for these people who are on this stage with me. The stories that they shared
3: when I was a little girl,
2: all I wanted to see was me in the media. Someone fat like me, black like me, beautiful like me. (laughs) If I could go back and tell Little Lizzo something, I'd be like, "You're gonna see that person, but it's gonna have to be you." <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's awesome.
2: She and then the the camera did pan up to her backup dancers yep. that are featured, and you watched that show. I loved it. And um, they were just going absolutely crazy. And um, wow! But that was very moving, you know. For that's the. I mean, Lizzo is just so to the heart. Um, with how she, you know, I, she doesn't hold anything back, anything and back, it's beautiful it, when she does it. Yeah, it she really, doesn't do it
1: in a rude or a come off as arrogance. When she doesn't hold back, it it's more true to her. Yeah, it it's really, amazing.
2: it really is. And we're when we come back, we've got a really, we've got a really wonderful book. The Book Haters Book Club is coming on. The author's coming on next, but we're gonna get back to uh, the Emmys after that because we've got to hear Jennifer Coolidge, who was hysterical, and also. Quinta Brunson, who won um, for our show, Abbott Elementary. A little bit of controversy, well, not a little bit. The biggest controversy of the night happened with uh, Quinta when she accepted her award. So we'll do that. But first, we're going to hear about the traffic. Yeah. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with
3: us. It's another edition of the Lori and Julia's Book Club, and it is sponsored by the Book Club Restaurant. And anytime you go to the book club a restaurant, which is in South Minneapolis, um, and you mention Lori and Julia, it, you either get a free special dessert or a free appetizer with your meal. And that's
2: such a, that, that's such a cute restaurant, too. And,
3: and everything on the menu is like laid out like a book club, like Prologue or the apps, you know, chapter one is, are the meals, epilogue or desserts. It's very cute. But anyway, we are delighted because we've got Minnesota author with us, Gretchen Anthony, and the new book is The Book Hater's Book Club which we love, and it's all about book, bookstores. We absolutely and love it. here it. in the Twin Cities. I so yes. Hi, Nice to meet you. Hi,
2: thank you for having me. Nice to meet you both. Nice
3: to meet
0: you. You're both, like, absolutely beautiful in person.
2: Oh, oh. we look so much better than our photos, don't we? We really oh. do. We like being able to deliver that, okay, because we are terrible. <laughs> we take terrible photos. Do you sweat over, like, your photo oh, for the jacket?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The
2: posing.
3: It's not yeah. easy. It's not easy. So you're another Minnesota author. We I am. have so many wonderful Minnesota authors. We, we loved your book. Tell everyone the setup for the Book Hater's Book Club. Well, the general plot of the
0: book on the surface is about three unlikely co-conspirators who come together to save an iconic Minneapolis bookstore that's called the Over the Rainbow Bookshop. Mm-hmm. And two partners, Irma and, and um, Elliot, established it in 1980, and Elliot suddenly dies at just before the book opens, and Irma finds herself having to sell it, so her um, Ellie's partner and Irma's two daughters come together and try and save it, and hijinks ensue along the way.
2: It, it is, is so fun. It, it is such a delightful book, and I kind you. of loved, you know, that it was. We don't get a lot of books that are set right here in the I Twin feel like Cities.
3: Store was in Brenmar. Yeah. I feel like yeah, and and I loved all the book recommendations. Yeah. Those actually, can I talk about yes. those for a because second? Because that to me is so cool.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Well, yeah, so Elliot writes a book letter that or a, a newsletter that's scattered throughout the book and as I was writing those, I loved writing Elliot in his voice, but I always wanted the newsletter to kind of speak to certain different things that were happening at the moment for him and I didn't always have the right books to recommend and I thought who could help me with this and then it suddenly hit me that there have been so many librarians and booksellers who have been so good to me over the course of my career and my life mm-hmm. because yeah. I, I talk about them like heroes. They really are heroes to me. And um, so all of the book recommendations in the book actually came from real booksellers and librarians that I reached out to. And then I called them out at the end because I think they deserve
2: Yes. every bit of credit that. we love and, our local
3: bookstores yes and you know I that's do that's kind of one of the things
2: because people are i imagine like i we know sue from chapter two books so yeah, Hudson, yes. and she's like yeah people do want us to be like um
3: magicians yeah. and read
2: their minds wait <laughs> right, i'm can, going and through and this recommend.
3: period of time what would you recommend but a book can change a life i feel like and the magic of when people give you the prescription, which is the right book, and right. librarians are and bookstore sellers are so brilliant at that. They're
0: so good at it. So
3: I loved the recommendations, but I loved having our narrator's voice, Elliot. Yeah, I love you. that part mm-hmm. of the book. Well here we go. <laughs> you know? I love checking in with him. Well it reminded us and we're talking with Gretchen
2: Anthony and her book is the Book Haters Book Club. It reminded me, and I don't know that we've ever seen Jennifer Weiner do this, but in her book The Beach House that came out earlier this summer the house is the narrator yes for all of the things so i don't know i do think that there is something is it easier as an author to tell different tales off of that by having a narrator does that help the plot move along in a way all this is my third novel and
0: mm-hmm. all three of them i i have put things like in my first novel there were scatterings of christmas letters throughout And is that what it said? The Evergreen Tidings 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 from the the Baumgartners. Okay. Yeah. And they're wildly obnoxious Christmas letters, I will Mm -hmm. say, because that's the voice of the woman who is the narrator of the book. But And then my second, there's a podcast that runs through it. That's Mm -hmm. called The Kids Are Gonna Ask. And this one has, of course, the newsletters and a few other things. And I do find it easier. Mm -hmm. And they always kind of come to me sometimes at the last minute, but they're just... I don't know. It's a different way to tell a story, and I
3: think I, I might like
0: be it. I might be stuck on
3: it. I, I like it. It's lovely. yes yeah. it, it really. We both. I we both. We were talking about mm-hmm. that today before you came in, Gretchen, about how much we love that. I think you know one of the things people always say. Well, what book do you recommend? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, um, like we've read twenty in the last, you know, yeah. three months. So why don't you go to our podcast and listen to it or something? Or but we've got a book club page. We have a book yeah, club do. page. Yeah. Or I'll always say, tell me the book you always recommend to people, and then you can kind of jump off that. Do you have a personal book, Gretchen, that you always recommend?
0: Well, yeah, and it's so old.
3: I hope it's yours. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yes, it is. Yes, it's <laughs> when people
3: are looking for radio programming, by yeah, the way, way right. no, what, what what is the book, though?
0: Well, uh, one of my very favorite all-time books is actually my one of my all-time favorite movies, too. And it's um, Fried Green Tomatoes at the oh, Whistle Stop mm-hmm. Cafe. Fanny Flag. Yeah, is, wow. She's like a superhero. She wrote the screenplay, play too, and won an Oscar very for unusual. it. Very yes. unusual. Very unusual. She's been
3: on our show before. Oh, That's her right. Last book so, for her last so, book. Her last That's book right. She was. Jealous. Yeah, she was wonderful, and that
2: I bet is a great. That is a great story. Never gets old.
0: It is. It is. I mean, she's just a grand storyteller. But yes. th- I mean, there are so many good Minnesota authors
2: too. Yeah, My, yeah. I yeah. guess what I always say when people ask me for a book, I say, "What kind of books do you like? That's do you like a say. thriller, a right. suspense, historical fiction? You just want a good juicy beach read, or you, you know, because yeah. yes." Uh, Otherwise, there's too many. There's too many. There's too many, and I, we, yeah. Julie and I both like all kinds of books. You yeah. know, that's the other thing.
0: And then let people. I mean, everybody has the right to do this, but we ask for recommendations, and then someone gives you a recommendation. They're like, "Well, I don't really," you know, right? Yeah. And I know, so yeah. You're just like, and you like
3: backtrack a little <laughs> bit yes. on it. Yes. So in your book, you know, you have this mom. The book haters book club. Yes, thank you. Okay. The book haters <laughs> book club. How'd you come up with the name? My
0: agent actually nailed this one. I was. Struggling a lot with the story, kind of pulling it together. Cause I, the story is really, I think about found family mm-hmm. and about community. Cause Elliot, the bookseller that we've been talking about, he has this, um, scene in the book where he talks about his belief about how even book people can be he calls them you know priggish snobs he's Mm -hmm. like we can be awfully priggish snobs because we can exclude even our own you know and my agent and i were talking about that community let's find found family and Mm -hmm. community and she said we've all had the experience of walking into a bookshop and feeling unwelcome Mm -hmm. even if we're a huge reader because maybe we're you know in a, a higher end more literary bookstore but we're looking for a read or a right. rom-com. Mm-hmm.
3: Right. That, Elodie talked about it. What if someone loves romance novels? Yes. And I'm being a snob and don't don't yeah. recommend a romance novel because people love to read whatever they love to hello. read. Hello,
2: I think romance is the number one selling oh, genre, genre yeah.
0: Yeah. by a lot. Yeah. You either want to fall in love or read about somebody get murdered. Exactly. I mean, those yeah. are, those
3: right. are the two. They're, they're very quick. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They're very good. So you, I'm
2: so happy for you about your book, the book Haters Book Club and Thank that you. you're going to be able to be having you know seen people and because you're going to be you're on you're on the road you're you're doing appearances so um do you know off the top of your head where everything is happening
0: yeah so thursday night if you're in st paul i'm going to be at subtext books with two minnesota authors Minnie magia and nicole Kruger. Mm -hmm. and we're actually going to be talking about the books that turned us from readers into writers oh
2: one and that's some subtext that's, is darling oh that's, it is it what is great yeah. right. so the, what time is that this oh, thursday? that's 7 p.m okay thursday night okay and then
0: um you can there oh i'm gonna be in the with the michigan um books and author society online on tuesday the 19th with um helen ellis who is from the new york
2: times, new york times bestseller. yes yes, yeah.
0: yes and i'm lucky enough to be your friend and then if if back in minnesota i'm going to be at lit, lit lovers literature lovers night out in oh, stillwater Zephy, oh, with Theater. everyone peter yes guy, yeah peter guy B-U, and me. yeah, yeah. and tickets for that are on sale now you can go to litloversnightout.com and get Fine. those and then of is that
2: valley Duluth? book is it valley book Cellar? Is yes, that where it we is. go for tickets yeah. for that for the uh, stillwater yeah. okay yeah. Yeah, and then and the Twin T- Cities Book Festival—you're going to be part of that yes. Saturday, October fifteenth, and then you'll be at the bookstore at, at Fitgers in November. So, yeah, where do you like people to follow? Like, do you, are you active on Facebook, Insta, Twitter? What is Instagram it
0: is the best place to find me. Okay, um, you what's can your read, handle? Um, uh, Instagram: GretchenAnthony.writer. Okay, that's me. Or just that, go to GretchenAnthony.com and and uh, you'll find everything. I'll spread you out from and there. And a okay. Minnesota
3: girl which we love a woman, Minnesota woman, which we absolutely love. You know, is there comments? Because I know you just did something at Majors and Quinn last yeah, night. Yeah, last night. Um, and you were on Jason's show today, mm-hmm. which is so exciting. Um, is it today your book birthday? Today's the birthday? Yes. It is. Okay, yes. happy yes. book birthday. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. And I know. And, uh, yeah, go. Go, go Gretchen. Gretchen. <laughs> it's your book <laughs> birthday. We're going to potty. Um, thanks, Grant. Do you have a... What's the thing that that people tell you about reading your book that you like love that you're like, oh, I'm so excited. I'm doing this.
0: I love that people feel like my characters are real Mm -hmm. that you can that especially the. (sighs) I love a quirky character. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, ha- you write about him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really do love a quirky character. And it feels like every single book that I've written, people know those characters and they relate to them, even though they're a little bit off. Because we Minnesotans are a little bit quirky. It's mm-hmm. what, you know, makes us, I don't know, there's a reason we stay here. Yeah. And um, so it means a lot to me that the characters come across as real. That's so and great. genuine yeah and that it makes people laugh yeah it's real and it makes you laugh then that's life yeah to me well your that book is, is, life.
2: is like life it's so good it's so good, it's so good. and uh um it's called the um
3: the book, book hater club. book
2: club yes gretchen <laughs> anthony so
3: nice to meet you no nice i was to gonna meet meet say too. go to
2: the book club restaurant with your book and I mention our now. name that and- yes
3: You know, and have a free app or free dessert. Yes, Yes. exactly. You know, just (laughs) sit
2: there and read because that's always been something I've admired. And I just came back from Paris and I cannot tell you how many people you see at a cafe alone reading a book in Paris. Yeah. It's very, it's so, so much more common than we see here. And I did stop into the world, I don't know if it's the world's old, but Shakespeare and Company. Oh, yeah. The book, book. The bookstore yeah. there, that's always just so trippy to go in that little i bet store that's like a Warren. But anyway, we loved meeting you today. Thank and you. thank you for coming in studio on your book birthday. We I know. Thank you. give four stars yeah. to um, the, the Book, book Haters Gators Book Club. Club. <laughs> Love saying that. Gretchen, thank you. Yeah, We've no. got a couple copies yep. to give away. Call Grant at 651 We'll be right back with a little bit more Emmy Talk. Well, let me tell you, our souls were broken last night, but I was we were delighted. I know I was delighted when Murray Bartlett won for um, oh, yes. White Lotus because he basically won for doing two very, the most graphic TV scenes I've ever seen, <laughs> one a sex act and one a pooping act. Um, no spoiler alert, but he oh. is magnificent as the general manager of this fancy resort, and Someone, Casey's like, well, how do you describe that show? And I said, it's like Downton Abbey. It's upstairs, downstairs. It's the rich and the people who work at the resort who can yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's that upstairs, downstairs kind of a thing. But yeah, yeah. anyway, she seemed absolutely shocked that she won. She was wearing a green Dolce and Gabbana. Dress. And if you say, oh, I don't know, Jennifer Cooleridge, she was Stifler's mom in yeah, American first Pie. Original elf. Yeah. She was That's Bend right. and Snap and on Legally, Legally Blonde. blonde. And, yeah. and, uh, wait, what, was it Waiting for Guffman? Yeah, she, she's yep.
3: been in every
2: Lots of things. She's amazing. She's funnier amazing. than funny. Oh, yeah. So here she is accepting outstanding supporting actress in a limited or anthology. And White Lotus had five of the seven nominations were all White Lotus actresses. But this is how beloved, I think, Jennifer is in yes, Hollywood. I would agree. There was no canceling out, and, and she won. Now, there's another, next year she won't be eligible in this category because White Lotus is coming back, so it's not a limited
1: series, series anymore. Like we thought, yeah. Like it's
2: going to be. So anyway, so she knows that, but she's the only one who's returning to the next White Lotus, which is set in Italy.
3: I feel like that guy was too. Her, her the character. I don't know if Murray Bartlett is. Maybe I mean, look is, it up. I feel look, like he is. Look
2: at see. Br- oh, maybe that back. is a resort that he is. goes to manage I think Because Tanya. he had
1: such a problem with the other
2: one, wouldn't that He would have been fired from yeah. that hotel <laughs> for sure. Um, so here's Jennifer Coolidge accepting uh, for White Lotus. Wow, thank you gosh. I just um what a night.
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
1: is Chris Jenner.
0: L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
0: You know, to my fellow nominees,
2: um, just to be in your company, it, it's incredible. And, um, you know, I... I just want to say, um, you know, I took a lavender
3: bath tonight, <laughs> and um, right before the show, and it made me swell up inside my dress, <laughs> and uh, I'm having a hard time speaking. I I, I, I laughed laughed so hard.
2: hard. And then that was basically, that was her 45 seconds. She goes, wait, no, I'm getting queued up. You don't understand. This is never going to happen again. And the (laughs) DJ was a Diplo or whoever it was. Starts playing Hit the Road Jack. And And then she she starts dancing. It was so funny. That was a viral moment that definitely... Caught on fire mm-hmm. right away and um, <laughs> hit the road jack. Hit the road
3: jack. And then, yeah, I, he isn't. I, oh. I felt like for some reason I thought he was. But yeah, I think just it's just Jen- Tanya. Jennifer Coolidge, yeah.
2: Her character. Because yeah.
3: she's
1: going to go to a new one and then we're going to see the new adventures at this new It'd be cool if we followed her around to each of these. Possibly,
2: episodes. possibly. So the most scandalous moment during the actual show was a failed bit. Um, before um, I thought it was hysterical until it wasn't. Oh, I didn't ever... Did, Will did. Arnett is dragging Jimmy Kimmel out on stage while Jimmy Kimmel is either passed out or... Uh, whatever. I funny. I didn't think... I mean, I was just, like, appalled that Jimmy agreed to be dragged by his leg, but I thought, oh, he's up for anything, and then they made the joke of the... This is how Jimmy was passed out mm-hmm. at the last time he lied. Because he's been nominated 11 times mm-hmm. and never won. Mm-hmm. And um, John Oliver won for like the seventh year in a row. And oh. did you see his Jimmy Kimmel's wife say something I wanted? I kept rewinding. Oh, can I tell
3: you what she said? What did she I say? Because I think it every year while I love John Oliver, mm-hmm. I would say Fish. to my partner... He only has to do one hour a week. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I bet she did say That's, something like that. All these other people he's against are uh, five days I a week. I was
2: rooting for Seth Meyers because he's, he's done such an amazing job with that, uh, 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 the close up close. Yeah, his he's His in-depth yeah. segment. So Quinta Brunson won for, uh, for best writing, I think, or directing for Abbott writing. Elementary. And she... He Jimmy Kimmel didn't leave the stage she had to step over him to accept her award and she was so amazing her speech she looked like a goddess in her golden Dolce & Gabbana but backstage a variety reporter asked her how she felt about having to be gracious to this dude Mm -hmm. you know and didn't even leave the stage while she's Yep. That's distracting. You it was know? very So here's what Quinta
3: Brunson... Because she's not that tall anyway, so well, she's, she's very
2: close to him. I was kind of hoping she had a heel somewhere on a soft spot, but, you know. <laughs> um, go ahead and play what Quinta said to the reporters backstage.
3: I don't know. I don't really... I, I know Jimmy Kimmel, and I don't know. I felt like the bit didn't bother me that much. I don't know what the internet thinks, but... I, I don't know. I know him. Honestly, it was kind of, Jimmy gave me my first like big late night spot and was one of the first people to see Abbott. And one of the first people he Instagram messaged me that he saw this comedy and thought it was one of the greatest comedies of all time. And he was so excited it was going to be on ABC. So I think in that moment, I was just really happy that it was that it was Jimmy up there. I, I kind of consider him one of the the comedy godfathers. I'm a huge fan of Will Arnett. So I was wrapped up in the moment. I don't know. Tomorrow, maybe I'll be mad at him. (laughs) I'm going to be on his show on Wednesday, so I might punch him in the face. I don't know. We'll see (laughs) what happens. Okay, thank you. So
2: that'll be rating gold. Kudos to the Variety Reporter for asking that, and she did win for Best Writing in a Comedy Series and did... You know, step over him, but Black Twitter was not having it, and they were just like. But there is something joy about like that. Bit should have ended. He should not have been. We had no other uh buddy else was laying on a stage or off to the side. I, always I the presenter. I'm not
3: saying that, but I also loved. I loved her response. Yeah, 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 yeah. Her when, response backstage that, that was, was beautiful. she's like,
1: I don't care, but the internet might might care. Like, right. she's like, you guys, all go do what you want to That's do. She so was so happy
2: because well. she was nominated, you know, yeah. three times. But, you know, people just were just like, ah, you know, Jimmy. And I kind of go, get, Jimmy is involved in an Emmy scandal at least every other <laughs> year somehow. So it'll be ratings gold for him tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. And I think it was, like I said, Kudos to that variety reporter for asking the question. I'm dying to talk to Tanya Hart because, you know, she was there. Yes. She would have been backstage. Yes, she would have. quite Quite a night. Anyway, we'll be back with the fashions for the Emmys. We are not done. There's so much to talk about, Julia. So much to talk about. All right, we'll be back.